All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod. There is another fact, so jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Wichita's number one talk. Good morning, 8 o'clock. This is the KNSS Morning News with Steve and Ted. I'm Steve Backintosh. A blanket of snow across much of Kansas this morning. We have the story. I'm KNSS meteorologist Dan Holiday. The roads will be a bit wet this morning from the snow we got yesterday, so there could be a few slick spots, but for the most part, very quiet weather patterns settling in for the rest of our week. Our full forecast is on the way in just a few minutes. Much of Kansas has received at least some snowfall. Depths of four inches are common in southwest Kansas, with a five-inch reading at Satanta in Haskell County. Wichita has recorded four-tenths of an inch. That's a record for the date. States and roadways, uh, streets and roadways across Kansas, across Wichita, are wet but generally in good shape this morning. You'll need some window scraping time if you leave your vehicle outdoors overnight. Mayor Brandon Whipple and Wichita City Council members are in Kansas City this week for the National League of Cities meeting, Whipple tells KNSS News what happens at these meetings. Really a, a great opportunity to figure out how other cities are dealing with similar issues that we're dealing with here in Wichita. Uh, learn from policy experts and also from other mayors, other city council members about you know what worked, what didn't work, uh, so that we can take a page out of their playbook to address some of the stuff that we face. Whipple commented during Mondays with the mayor on the Stephen Ted of the Morning Show on KNSS. New members of Congress arriving in Washington. Despite not knowing which party will control the House, many new members of the 118th Congress are in the nation's capital for orientation. The key is to try and make sure we can continue to move the agendas forward. The White House, the Senate, and the House, whoever's running it. That's newly elected Democrat Glenn Ivey from Maryland. He's one of many members-elect taking part in training and a class photo this week. The new members won't officially begin work until early next year. In the meantime, they'll be focused on hiring staff and deciding who will lead their respective parties. The current Congress will likely be working on funding the government and passing the annual defense policy bill during the lame duck session. In Washington, Ryan Schmelz, Fox News. Former President Trump will address reporters tonight at his home in Florida. Former President Donald Trump will be making a promised announcement tonight from his residence at the Mar-a-Lago Club in Palm Beach. It is expected by many that the former president will make known and official his intent to seek a second term in the White House. Unlike other U.S. presidents in the past, Mr. Trump has not gone quietly, routinely criticizing Democrats and the currently serving President Joe Biden. The former president has caused a new division among Republicans since the party's expected big wins in last week's midterms failed to materialize. In Broward County, Florida, Eben Brown, Fox News. A suspect is in custody after three football players at the University of Virginia were shot and killed. University of Virginia students and local residents coming together for a vigil Monday night. Three UVA students, all football players, Devin Chandler, Lavelle Davis Jr., and Deshaun Perry were shot and killed while on a charter bus returning from a class trip Sunday night. Two other players were hospitalized with gunshot wounds. 
According to authorities, the class saw a play in Washington, D.C., and had just returned to campus when the shooting took place. 22-year-old UVA student Christopher Darnell Jones Jr. was arrested about 80 miles away in Richmond after a 12-hour manhunt and has been charged with three counts of second-degree murder. That's Fox's Laura Engel reporting. KNSS News Time now, 8.04, four minutes past 8 o'clock. A big, big college basketball game tonight. And we'll tell you all about it. Give me the preview coming up in sports. A new study finds an alarming increase in suicidal thoughts among children. That story coming up on the KNSS Morning News with Steve and Ted. Steve and Ted in the morning on KNSS. 8.08 now, eight minutes past eight o'clock on this Tuesday morning. Democrat Katie Hobbs has been elected Arizona governor, defeating an ally of Donald Trump, who falsely claimed the 2020 election was rigged and refused to say she would accept the results of her race this year. Hobbs, who is Arizona's secretary of state, rose to prominence as a staunch defender of elections and warned that her Republican rival, former television news anchor Carrie Lake, would be an agent of chaos. A new study finds an alarming increase in suicidal thoughts among children. A group of doctors looked at emergency room visits for suicidal ideation in children ages 5 to 19 at more than 200 hospitals in Illinois and found over the years a steady increase even before the pandemic. Between 2016 and the middle of last year, suicidal thought visits in this age bracket went up 59 percent. But just between the fall of 2019 and the fall of 2020, they went up 57 percent. While the researchers didn't dive into the cause behind the numbers, they did cite a 2021 Surgeon General's report that attributed worsening mental health to social isolation, social media, lower socioeconomic status, and less stigma associated with mental health challenges. Jessica Rosenthal, Fox News. A tough time at Twitter continues. Twitter workers who survived the chopping block after Elon Musk purchased the social media giant will soon have to pay for their own meals. The billionaire, who's referred to himself as the chief twit, says he'll scrap the free meals served at Twitter headquarters in San Francisco because it was costing the company around $13 million a year. He also mandated a return to the office policy. Musk completed his $44 billion Twitter takeover last month and promptly fired about half of the 7,500-person workforce. Tom Rigotti, Fox News. KNSS News Time now, 8.09. Nine minutes past eight o'clock here on this Tuesday morning, November 15th. And it'll moisture last night. Some of it left on the streets this morning, A.S., right, uh, Jed? Yeah, we did have some moisture left on the streets. <laughs> and uh, honestly, the, the pre-treatment and everything that they did really appears to have worked, uh, worked out pretty yeah. well. Uh, the highway's looking really good. You might still see some slick spots out there, especially the uh, side streets, residential areas, that sort of thing where we didn't have any treatment. But roadway's looking good for the most part, out there right now. Uh, taking a quick look at the gasoline prices. Gasoline prices in Wichita, three forty-nine a gallon at the high end, but pretty easy to find lower prices. Lowest I've seen, Kellogg and 143rd East, three forty-two. Traffic update from 98.7 at 13.30 KNSS. I'm Jad Chambers. Now the forecast with KNSS staff meteorologist Dan Holliday. Good morning, Dan. Good morning. The system that brought us about four-tenths of an inch of snow yesterday is now lifted on up to the northeast. We become partly cloudy here early on. Temperatures below freezing this morning, and we'll get to 43 with sunshine this afternoon. Clear overnight, hello 23, then breezy and colder Wednesday with a high 35. 
I'm KNSS meteorologist Dan Holiday. Now, partly cloudy. We have a northwest wind at 7 miles per hour and 25 degrees on this Tuesday, November 15th, 2022. And as Dan said, four-tenths of an inch of snow at Eisenhower Airport. That set a new record for the date. The previous record was three-tenths for that date set in 1929, way back in the uh, the days of the Depression. Wow. 811 now, Steve and Ted, and uh, former... Former Vice President Mike Pence, uh, his new book comes out today. It's a memoir, and we're going to find out a little bit more about it this morning with Fox News Radio's Tanya J. Powers. Good morning, Tanya. Hello, can you hear me? Yeah, there we go. Good morning, Tanya. Oh, here we go. <laughs> I was like, wow, that's just one dramatic pause right there. <laughs> right. Um, <laughs> um, yes, his new book comes out today. It is is already out. As a matter of fact, I've kind of been speed reading through it since I was able to get my hands on a copy early this morning. I was not able to get one on and get my hands on one earlier than today. Um, but it is very interesting. It sort of takes off with a bang. He talks about uh, very just quickly right out of the gate. Uh, the first bit is the prelude, and it's it sets you right at January 6th, 2021, U.S. Capitol, shortly after 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Uh, the first line in the book says, I had always been loyal to President Donald Trump. He talks about how they had spent a lot of time in the Oval Office together. He said, in those times when we had disagreements, I had always shared my opinion in private, but today things had to be different. Um, on the very first page of the book, he says, this morning I told the president one final time that I believed my oath required me to preside over this joint session of Congress and certify the results of the 2020 presidential election, the election we had lost. It had been a difficult conversation. That's a quote. Um, and he goes on to say, you know, how, uh, you know, he was uh, angry. He said he was not afraid uh, about what was happening in the Capitol. He said he was angry. He was angry at what he saw. He said he was angry at how he it desecrated the seat of our democracy and dishonored the patriotism of millions of our supporters. He said, to see fellow Americans ransacking the Capitol left me with a simmering indignation. Uh, he talks about how uh, he was, you know, they got him to safety first in his ceremonial office uh, that the vice president had there as president of the Senate. And then uh, as, you know, things started to progress inside the Capitol, um, his Secret Service folks were like, we got to get you out of here. You have to leave the building. And he said, no, I'm not leaving. You know, that, mm. that part we already knew that he had refused to leave. He said, I'm not going to, you know, they're not going to see my 16-car motorcade fleeing the Capitol. We're not doing that. Mm. Um, so they took him to someplace else that was uh, more secure. And, you know, it, it, it kind of it kind of goes from there. He talks about um, his upbringing as an Irish Catholic in uh, Indiana. He talks about, you know, his parents. His dad was, uh, you know, in Korea. His mom was the one where he got his sort of political, uh, I guess, background from. Um, how he knocked on doors for for Democrats when he was young. Um, yeah, he, it's 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 a, it's an interesting book. It really is. Uh, he's by the way, he's also got an audio book out which, which he narrates himself. If you want to hear him tell his own story, mm-hmm. um, but it's 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 not a boring book. I'll tell you that. Yeah. Uh, it's it's very interesting to read about his um, you know sort of path to where he is now. Uh, there's obviously more in it about January 6th. He, but like I said, that's what he starts with. Okay. Now, what is, what's the title of the book, Tonya? It's called So Help Me God, which is, of course, the last four words of the oath of office he took before becoming right, president. Right, right. 
And it, it is available today. I mean, it comes out today. But if I go to Barnes & Noble when I get off here, can I, can I get a copy of this, do you think? Yep, pretty sure you can. Um, if I if I can't, I'm if I can't, I'm going to hit you up for a copy for Christmas, okay? You know what? I I will I will gift you a copy if you can't find it at a, at a bookstore between now and then. Well, we've had some very amazing things happen over the past couple of years in this country. One of them is uh, the Republican Party is trying. I think it's trying to redefine itself. Is it going to be a party of of one person? Or is it going to be a party uh, mm-hmm. of issues? I saw someone uh, on Fox News. Uh, a Republican the other day saying we, we got to we got to define who we who what we stand for and what we want to do. Uh, we can't just you know be muddling forward all the time. We've got to find out who we are. And the Republican Party's always been like this from, from my reading of history. They always have little squabbles. But is it, it looks like Mike Pence is lining up for a run in twenty twenty four for me. I don't think that's yeah. what. Yeah. Do you think so? Yeah. If you take if you take the January sixth stuff out of this book. And just look at this strictly as his story of his life. Yeah. Um, you know, it it does it absolutely looks like one of those, you know, the crop of books we always see a couple of years before a presidential election where people start to dip their toe in the water and stick a stick a book out there and say, Okay, this is who I am, whether they run or not. I mean, we've seen this with countless people over oh, yeah. the over the years. That's what this looks like. It's got the added bonus of being probably the first hand narrative of January sixth that a lot of people have wondered about and, and wanted to read before now. Well you know at, most Americans have not taken the time if uh, to to watch any of those January sixth hearings or any of that. It's, I've watched several hours of it. It's fascinating. Uh, but mm-hmm, most people most people probably haven't and it's maybe the only thing they find out about what happened there that day. It could be. I mean, this could be the only. This could be the the most information they they get. I think you know his firsthand account of it is definitely something that you know is interesting. Okay, the book is uh, so help me God by former Vice mm-hmm. President Mike Pence and Fox News Radio's Tanya J. Powers is a speed reader. Thank you for being with us. <laughs> this <laughs> Thank morning. you. Appreciate it. Eight seventeen now. Stephen Ted in the morning here on KNSS. It is of course. Uh, Time to check in with uh, Jad Chambers looking at uh, sports this morning. Yeah, that's what we're doing, sports. That's right. We're not all that far into the college basketball season, and yet we're looking probably tonight at one of the biggest games we've seen so far in the college basketball season, a huge game, and part of a particularly well-named event. The Jayhawks in Indianapolis for the State Farm Champions Classic. You can't get much more championship and classic than KU versus Duke. Number six and number seven ranked, respectively. Duke, of course, without coaching legend Mike Krzyzewski, who did uh, retire. And uh, KU, without head coach Bill Self, who is still serving a four-game suspension imposed by KU. The Jayhawks will be led by assistant coach Norm Roberts. Norm Roberts talked about this matchup at a recent press conference, said... This game, a little different than the last two that uh, KU tuned up with. The bottom line is you got to come ready to play. Um, mistakes are a little bit more magnified because, you know, in these, in these uh, first two games, you can maybe get away with some stuff from an athletic standpoint, being bigger, stronger, maybe faster, or having a lead and, and those things. That's not, that's not what's going to happen. Yeah, that's not what happen. You make a mistake in this game, they're going to take advantage of it. <laughs> so, yeah, big game. Serious. Tonight, KU basketball on a neutral court in Indianapolis facing number seven Duke, the State Farm Champions Classic. A pregame start at seven o'clock on 97.5 and 1240 KFH. But 
If you happen to be a Chiefs fan, you might want to tune in early, 6 o'clock. The Chiefs Kingdom show on KFH tonight. So, yeah, that's what's uh, going on there. The last NFL unbeaten team has fallen. Fox's Eric Messersmith reporting. The Eagles entered the game a perfect 8-0 and a double-digit favorite, but were upset at home by the Commanders 32-21 on Monday Night Football. The Commanders' defense held the powerful Philly offense under 300 total yards and forced three turnovers. Coming into the game, the Eagles had only turned the ball over three times all season. Brian Robinson Jr. and Antonio Gibson scored rushing touchdowns, and Joey Sly kicked four field goals, including a 58-yarder for Washington. With the win, the Commanders even their record at 5-5 five and five and find themselves just a half game behind the 49ers for the final wildcard spot in the NFC. With a loss, the 8-1 Eagles lead the Giants by just one game in the NFC East. I'm Eric Messersmith, Fox News. The Kansas City Royals have announced, well, they announced yesterday, Paul Hoover named bench coach on manager uh, Matt Quattrero's uh, coaching staff. Hoover spent the last four seasons as the Major League Field Coordinator for Kevin Cash's staff in Tampa Bay alongside Quattrero. During the uh, during Hoover's time on the Tampa Bay staff, the Rays ranked fourth in the majors. They had 322 wins over that span. They made the postseason in all four of those years, including a World Series appearance in 2020. Hoover played, uh, played professionally for 14 seasons as a catcher, including parts of seven seasons in the majors with the Rays, the Marlins, and the Phillies. So uh, we've got new bench coach, the Kansas City Royals, Paul Hoover. Wichita State Volleyball sophomore middle blocker Natalie Foster named to the American Athletic Conference Weekly Honor Roll Monday, fourth weekly honor for Foster. She's been named to the honor uh, honor roll in consecutive weeks now. A recent hot stretch from Foster raised her season hitting percentage to 371. That's the third best in the American uh, Athletic Conference, 43rd best nationally. Foster and the Shockers hit the road to battle Tulsa tomorrow night, first serve. Six o'clock, and that's sports on Stephen Ted in the morning. Eight twenty-one now. Keep it here for the Hannity Morning Minute, where people are retiring and why. That's coming up, Stephen Ted in the morning here on KNSS. Taw's nationally recognized Marconi awarded radio show. This is Stephen Ted on ninety-eight-seven and thirteen thirty KNSS. Good morning, Steve McIntosh, 8.30 here on this Tuesday morning in 25 degrees. A former Kansas City police detective and three other men have been charged in a federal indictment with operating a sex trafficking operation involving teenage girls in the 1990s. In a grand jury indictment unsealed Monday, former Kansas City, Kansas detective Roger Golubsky and Cecil Brooks, Lamar Roberson and Richard Robinson were charged with conspiracy against rights and two counts of involuntary servitude. Golubsky was already facing separate charges, alleging that he preyed on black women and girls for decades. The new indictment alleges that Brooks, Roberson, and Robinson raped and beat girls and kept them at an apartment complex to provide sex to men. Golubsky is accused of providing police protection for their activities and sexually assaulting the girls. The Wichita City Council recently approved millions to pave dirt streets in the city, Mayor Brandon Whipple tells KNSS News. We are starting uh, this year with 
uh, safety first, really paving around uh, schools. Uh, we have we have roads around you know our, our elementary schools that are unpaved. Uh, so we're trying to put some money uh, towards that to start paving those. But it's an eight-year plan, and uh, it balances itself. It's actually pretty responsible uh, fiscally, uh, and it's going to hopefully uh, somewhat equalize this imbalance of uh, paved communities uh, versus unpaved communities here in Wichita. Whipple commented during Mondays with the mayor on the Steve and Ted in the Morning Show on KNSS. While a handful of House races remain up in the air, Republicans will meet today to choose congressional leaders. With Republicans on track to have a slim majority, party leaders are moving forward today with holding leadership elections. Fox News has now learned Minority Leader Kevin McCarthy will likely face a challenge from Freedom Caucus member Arizona Congressman Andy Biggs. While McCarthy is the favorite, Congressman Chip Roy tells Fox News at night. Here's what will be very clear is that he nor no one has 218 votes. Still, prominent conservatives have called for a delay in leadership votes because several congressional races have yet to be called. In Washington, Sean Langell, Fox News. A federal prison inmate in Arizona somehow ended up with a gun at a prison camp. The Federal Bureau of Prisons says the inmate tried to shoot a visitor in the head. Luckily, the weapon misfired and the woman was uninjured in Sunday's incident at the Federal Correctional Institution in Tucson. It happened at a minimum security prison camp, most of which don't have fences and whose inmates are considered to be the lowest risk. Officials say it marks a major security lapse, raising serious questions about the security practices at the Bureau of Prisons. The agency has been plagued by chronic mismanagement, misconduct and a severe staffing shortage. Tom Rigotti, Fox News. Now the forecast with KNSS staff meteorologist Dan Holliday. Good morning, Dan. Good morning. With a gradual clearing sky, it's going to be mostly sunny today. Temperatures should reach the upper 30s by around lunchtime, 43 for the high this afternoon. A clear sky this evening, Arlo 23. Yet another cold front comes in. This one not expected to bring any precipitation, though, through tomorrow. It'll be breezy Wednesday with a high 35. I'm KNSS meteorologist Dan Holliday. And uh, right now we got a partly cloudy sky, 25 degrees, northwest wind at 7 miles per hour. Been 25 degrees now for a couple of hours. 8.33, Stephen Ted of the morning, here on this Tuesday morning. The wealthiest man in the world is planning to give his fortune away to charity. Hey! In an interview with CNN, Amazon founder Jeff Bezos says he will give away the bulk of his $124 billion to fighting climate change and supporting people who can unify humanity in the face of deep social and political divisions. All right. Bezos says he's currently building the capacity to give the money away, but plans to do it within his lifetime. So you probably have to hire... But notably after his lifetime. Yeah, well, you know. <laughs> you don't want to give it away too quick. Anybody? No, you don't, want to, you don't want to jump the gun on that one. <laughs> he's got to make sure he's got enough money for his retirement as well. I, I think he doesn't have to worry too much about his lifestyle. 834, here's Stephen's Head of the Morning, 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. It is time for entertainment news. The Blur, Jad Chambers is blurring today, Jad. A noted daytime soap opera star and celebrity father has passed away. Fox's Michelle Polino with the obituary. Veteran soap star John Aniston, the father of Jennifer Aniston, has died at the age of 89. The former Friends actress posted the news on her Instagram Monday. She wrote, Sweet Papa, John Anthony Aniston, you were one of the most beautiful humans I ever knew. I'm so grateful that you went soaring into the heavens in peace and without pain. And on 11-11, no less, you always had perfect timing. She ended the statement, 
don't forget to visit. Aniston was best known for playing Victor Kyriakis on the hit soap opera Days of Our Lives. You know, one day, Philip, you're going to have a child of your own. Aniston first appeared on the show in 1970. Michelle Polino, Fox News. Oh, yeah. John Aniston has passed away. Well, Steve, you, of course, remember the movie Christmas Story, right? Oh, yeah. Well, that house, that could be yours. Fox's Trace Gallagher with more. Well, the house of the lead character, Ralphie Parker, is officially on the market in Cleveland, Ohio, as well as some surrounding properties. The current list price, not really known, but the home's owner paid $150,000 for it when it was sold on eBay back in 2004. You want to buy it? I triple dog dare you. I didn't know it was in Cleveland, honestly. I knew it was in Illinois. That house reminded me so much of... Oh, Riverside has lots of houses look like that. You know, yeah, which yeah. Does, on Faulkner Street, where I drive down every day, it's just like that. It looks like <laughs> that house. So, yeah, yeah, I bet I bet you could get one that looks a lot like it for a lot less. Oh yeah, sure. <laughs> it's, it's the house from a Christmas story. There, uh, former The Tonight Show host Jay Leno treated after a fire broke out in one of his cars. Fox's Bill Malugin has the latest details from. Los Angeles on this car fire. Jay Leno is now in a burn center after he suffered some pretty significant injuries to his face in a car mishap, which ended up forcing him to cancel an appearance in Vegas over the weekend. So here's what happened according to TMZ. It happened on Saturday. They say Leno was in a garage near Burbank, uh, where as an avid car collector, he stores his vehicles when one of those cars suddenly burst into flames without any kind of warning whatsoever. Now, TMZ says the flames burned the left side of Leno's face, but thankfully didn't penetrate his eye or his ear. He was taken to a top burn center where he's continuing to receive treatment. Uh, in a statement to Variety, Leno said in part, quote, I got some serious burns from a gasoline fire. I'm okay. Just need a week or two to get back on my feet. All right. There you go. Oh, yeah, Jay Leno hurting a... He's got a, quite a collection of cars. He really does. His car collection's pretty impressive. Yeah. And apparently flammable. So there we go. Uh, the Grossman Burn Center in West Hills, California, where Leno is being treated, says he's in stable condition with burns on his face and hands. We've got a new True Crime documentary out there. Fox's Michelle Polino with more on this. A friend of the family True Evil revisits the case of Jan Broberg who was abducted as a child. Robert Birch told, kidnapped me when I was 12 and again when I was 14 and with that my brainwashing began. Broberg speaks out for the first time on camera on the Peacock documentary about her experience as she details her past and sits down for an honest conversation with her mother Marianne and other family members as well as meets another victim of Berktold. Broberg said in a statement, It's my hope that with greater awareness and understanding of childhood sexual abuse and grooming, total prevention can truly become a reality. Michelle Polino, Fox News. All right. Or should I say all righty then. Russia's foreign ministry has banned Canadians, several different Canadians, from going to Russia. Their latest list of the people that they won't allow in the country anymore. And... Yeah, Ace Ventura pet detective Jim Carrey himself is no longer allowed in Russia. He's banned. He's banned from Russia. Wow. Yeah, the comedian says he didn't really have any plans to go to Russia, but uh, there you go. He's been banned by the Kremlin to protest sanctions put on Russia by Canada for invading the Ukraine. Wow. Yep. Jim's going to pay the price. Yep, Jim Carrey, you can't go to Russia no more. I don't think Uh, (laughs) Russia calls it Canada's 
quote, aggressively anti-Russian stance. <laughs> okay. Well, there we go. Latest, Jim Carrey no longer allowed in Russia. <laughs> Wendy's Hamburgers opened on this day in 1969. 1969, yeah. Yep. Director Joe Settlemeyer, 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 something like that, was responsible for the Where's the Beef campaign. The little older lady. Where's yep. the beef? Uh, he also made many Federal Express ads. Well, he committed, uh, he created this commercial spot for Wendy's. I thought it was kind of appropriate considering the last story in which an unnamed Slavic nation tries to hold a beauty contest. Yeah. So here we go. It's next day there. Very nice. It's next evening there. Having no choice is no fun. That's why at Wendy's, every hamburger isn't dressed the same. You get your choice of fresh toppings, fresh tomatoes, fresh lettuce, fresh onions, cheese, bacon, and more. Having a choice is better than not. Is next swim there. Choose fresh. Choose Wendy's. Think about if I had that announcer's voice and he had a and he had a feather, we'd both be tickled. What, what a neat voice! That was fantastic. By yeah, the that's, way. that was a good TV spot. Don't yeah, I liked that. So yeah, happy birthday to Wendy's Hamburgers. It's it's, it's Wendy's birthday. I, I guess you happy could say. Birthday. I suppose so. Hey, speaking of big days in history. You got- The Beastie Boys released their debut album, License to Ill, on this day in 1986. It was the uh, debut full-length album. It would go on to be the first rap album to hit number one. Often ranked high amongst the greatest debuts of all time. By 2015, it was certified diamond in the United States. So, yeah, happy birthday to the Beastie Boys debut album, License to Ill. Sounds like the boys are very skilled at screaming in in concert with each other. 1986. Yeah, there you go. It's the Beastie Boys. I love it. Good stuff there, Steve. Beastie Boys. Not a Beastie Boys fan, I take it. No. All right, well, you are a fan of the Bachelor, Bachelor in Paradise. Who's not? Well, I've I've got some of the drama for you here, Steve. Oh, yes. Of course, you're well aware that uh, Eliza told Justin that she left Rodney for him. Really, Rodney? Yeah, she left Rodney for him. So okay. here's that. I break things off with Rodney. The next day. The next day, like the next morning. What did you like sit down? I just kept trying to like emphasize like you didn't do anything wrong like you're an amazing person you deserve someone who's gonna like choose you without hesitation you know and without any second thoughts and I think at this point when I started crying <laughs> I was like well I'm gonna go find Justin and that's that maybe yeah. Rodney got tired of her creepy voice man and her thing the word like I I lost count of the likes I, I honestly about, I did about half dozen and she wasn't in there very long. But. Uh, yeah, I, he was tossing out likes like, I don't know, well, kind of missed out on that one. Well, <laughs> I, I got to say, we had a response, but Justin had a response as well. Really? Oh, yeah. Just as like you're coming to the realization that 
you know, you need to listen to what you want. I'm coming to the realization that I can choose people and, and put them first and prioritize them all I want. And if I'm not going to get that in return, then, you know, maybe it's time I choose myself. Wow. Realization <laughs> that he's a selfish little fellow, huh? Apparently ah, so. That's, Man. That's growth. So much that's drama. Growth. yeah. So much drama that Brandon Uh-oh. teared up a little bit. Really? Yeah, because of the stuff that had to do with Eliza and Rodney. Justin and yeah. Rodney. Yeah. Brandon got a little, a little tear in his eye. Rodney is husband material. He's ready for that. He cannot have a woman who sees a shiny object and runs to it. It's unfortunate that Eliza doesn't realize it. That's the lesson that she'll learn. It's just, I've never seen him so happy my entire life. Like, my boy was for once happy as hell. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> He's happy for once. Oh, I'm sorry, How man. How are these guys? About 19? Uh, what, whatever they are. Whoa. <laughs> okay. Bachelor in Paradise. Yeah. Eh, it was a doozy. That's all we have for the blur today, Steve. Okay, 844 <laughs> Stevens Head of the Morning here on KNSS. Coming up, the Wichita Business Journal update. Local drone maker needs more money to keep going. That's on the way. Stevens Head of the Morning here on KNSS. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast baseball is in full swing nba playoffs are heating up and your nfl team is gearing up for training camp listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the odyssey app the biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Stephen Ted in the morning here on KNSS. 8.49 here on this Tuesday morning, the 15th of November. Three big things. Three. Five inches of snow in parts of southwest Kansas. 
Wichita sets a record with just under a half inch. Two. Donald Trump will make an announcement tonight, expected to say he's going to run for president again. One. Members of Congress are back in Washington looking to choose new leaders. Three big things, Steve and Ted on KNSS. The gasoline prices this morning here in Wichita averaging about three forty-four a gallon. I'm still seeing some places with three forty-nine a gallon. That's the high price out there. Best price I've seen so far this morning. Pawnee and Hillside now three forty-one a gallon. Traffic update from ninety-eight seven and thirteen thirty KNSS. I'm Jad Chambers. Sunny today with a high of forty-two degrees. Uh, mostly clear and cold tonight. The overnight low twenty. And then on Wednesday, sunny and cool. Tomorrow's high, 35 degrees. Right now, partly cloudy. Um, we have 25 degrees. We have a northwest wind at 7 miles per hour. Stephen, 10 in the morning here on KNSS. The producer price index rose two-tenths percent in October, below the four-tenths percent estimate. A significant contributor to the slowdown in wholesale inflation was a one-tenth percent decline in services. The first outright decline in that measure since November of 2020. On a year-over-year basis, PPI rose 8% compared to an 8.4% increase in September. Global stocks higher after Wall Street uh, had a gave back some of last week's huge gain. Wall Street uh, on uh, Monday, the Dow closed down 211 points. S&P down 35. NASDAQ down uh, 127. Now this morning... Uh, Wall Street Dow is up by about 310 points. The S&P is up 51. NASDAQ up 229 points right now. So something's going on in Wall Street. Apparently they like something in the news today. Two uh, new U.S. studies have shown that uh, automatic emergency braking can cut the number of rear-end automobile crashes in half and reduce pickup trucks crashes by more than 40%. The studies by a government auto industry partnership and the insurance industry each use crash data to make the calculations. Automatic emergency braking can stop vehicles if a crash is imminent or slow them to make a crash less serious. It's a little, little more technical help, safety uh, technology for our, our new vehicles. All, All right, right. Uh, Wichita Business News update this morning. Uh, Wichita State University enrollment growing and so too. Are housing options near campus? Construction is progressing in a 127-unit apartment complex called Arrow, east of the university at 2324 North Pinecrest, between 21st and Lumen Streets. Indianapolis-based Spectra Student Living, an investment and development firm specializing in projects catering to university students, is behind the complex. It's first in Kansas. That's according to the company website. And despite a swing in third quarter to positive net income, Ag Eagle Aerial Systems has increased its apparent urgency to, for additional liquidity to keep its operation moving. The Wichita-based drone maker reported net income of $1.7 million in the third quarter, up from a loss of $3.8 million in the same quarter of 2021. However, its net loss through the first nine months of the year was $11.5 million, and Ag Eagle warned investors more specifically about its financial situation in its 10Q filing with the Securities and Exchange Commission that was posted to its website Monday. So that's business news this morning from the Wichita Business Journal with Stephen Ted in the morning. Let's see here. AAA predicting 54.6 million people 
Nationwide will travel 50 miles or more from home this Thanksgiving. That's a 1.5% increase over 2021 and 98% of pre-pandemic volumes. So we're almost back to the, the volumes before the pandemic. Wow, nice. This year is projected to be the third busiest for Thanksgiving travel. In Kansas, travelers will be out on the roads and in the air as more than 581,000 Kansans plan to travel over the holiday weekend. Now, that's an increase of 1.2% over last year. Most travelers will drive to their destinations, much like last year. Nearly 49 million people are expected to travel by car. In Kansas, more than 525,000 will be traveling by car, the most popular mode, but just a slight increase of two-tenths percent from a year ago. So, whatever, there's going to be a lot of people traveling here yeah. for the holidays. And, Old uh, family truckster. Yep, getting a family <laughs> truckster and over the river and through the woods to Grandma's house we go. Got a great story this morning out of Wisconsin. A nine-year-old elementary school student earned a double E for excellent effort for saving a classmate's life with the Heimlich maneuver. Essie Collier is a fourth grader at Frat Elementary School in Racine, Wisconsin. She spotted a classmate holding her neck while eating lunch last week and quickly rushed up to help. Wow, fourth grader. Essie wrapped her arms around the kid, did the Heimlich, and the girl's airway was cleared. Teacher Samantha Bradshaw says she's never seen a student react so quickly. Yeah, in a situation like that anyway. Essie says she learned the Heimlich two years ago from a YouTube video. School board plans to honor her for her her heroics later this month. And yeah, a fourth grader, a nine-year-old saving a a classmate's wife. How about that? That's that's really incredible. (laughs) It is. This is... uh, National uh, Clean Your Refrigerator Out Day, uh, encouraging us to prepare for the upcoming holidays. You're going to need space in there. Yep. You're going to have some valuable stuff in there, like leftover turkey, things like that. So this day, we're encouraging folks to get get together a soap and hot water-filled bucket, disinfectant, a sponge, and a garbage bag. Then you will be ready for the day. Hmm. With family gathering and a large turkey waiting to be roasted, cleaning out the refrigerator makes sense. We always want to have a clean refrigerator. Ours here. At Odyssey, we have a refrigerator here that's always immaculately spotless and sparkling clean as the employees take care of everything, right? <laughs> All right. Yeah, that, that's sure what that's it right. smells like sometimes. Yeah. we got Glenn Beck <laughs> coming up here in just a few minutes. Uh, a guest will be Steve Friend, an FBI whistleblower. That's Glenn Beck on the way. 9 o'clock news, top of the hour. We're hitting on the blanket of snow that's covering much of Kansas this morning. Thank you for listening. Stay tuned for Glenn Beck, the Dana Last Show. And news updates all day. Stephen's Head of the Morning, 98.7 and 13.30, KNSS, Wichita. Looking for a high today of 42 degrees. Right now, 25. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives. Streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app.